You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Hey, lead liners. This is India Wilkinson. As a fellow equestrian entrepreneur, I love listening to the lead line podcast and learning new ways to help me grow my business, Main Street Market. Main Street Market is a free app and website that markets sales horses and equine services to your potential customers. I'm also super excited to announce the recent launch of our sister company, Main Street Auctions, where we host an online sport horse auction every other month. So I'd love for you to learn more. Visit the link in the show notes to download the free Main Street Market app today or check out our website at MainStreetMarket.com and that's M-A-N-E StreetMarket.com. Welcome to the Leadline Podcast, the show where we believe that running your own horse business should feel less like a chore and more like the life you've always dreamed of. Join us as we share valuable advice on how to become more focused, more organized, and more profitable in your horse business. And now, here's your host, Mandy Flanders. Hey, it's Mandy, and welcome to the Leadline Podcast. You know how they say two are better than one? Well, that statement certainly rings true for business partners Connie and Allison of Run and Go Equestrian. In today's episode, we're talking about their dynamic business partnership and the brand they've worked equally as hard to build together over the past five years. They admittedly spend more time with each other than they do with their own husbands. And they're here to talk about why it's worked so well for them and how a partnership could work for you too. Get ready to learn a ton from these two powerhouse women in business. Here are Connie and Allison of Red and Goat Equestrian. Hey, Connie and Allison, welcome to the show today. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Good. It's so good to have you. You two are really kind of known as the ladies in the jumpsuits. <laughs> Whenever I go anywhere and I see you guys out in public, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, did you see the ladies in the jumpsuits? <laughs> <laughs> so I love that you have kind of that that thing about your brand. And I'm sure you call them something much fancier than just jumpsuits. But that's how people recognize you is you're always wearing these red and go jumpsuits, essentially, that you wear to the barn. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I'd love to hear more about your business. And we're also going to talk a bit about how you two are business partners. So I'm excited to dig into all of that today. Fun. Great. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. So I want to kind of dig back into the beginning because there's a question I have for you that I haven't asked before, but I want to know how you two first met. So we first met through our husbands. They're very good friends and they were friends for a very long time. And Allison and Kyle were married and Mike and I were just dating. And I think we went on a double date. That was the first time we met. We went to see one of the shows. So they work in production and they were, they were working on an event in Manhattan and they said, this is a really cool event. You guys should come check it out. So Connie and I went, and I think that's pretty much where we first met. We went to see this like outdoor light installation and we were sort of just wandering around and they were working. So we were sort of hanging out and talking and then we had a little time to kill. I think we went around the corner and got a drink. And um, and I think we got pizza too. We did. We got pizza. We ate some pizza. We brought some back for them. And we just like we all got along. And I think after that, we kind of would just randomly hang out sometimes, go get dinner, double date. And then I found out Connie was a trainer and uh, was working at a... Well, I don't think you were I don't at think the I, barn yeah, in Brooklyn Yeah, I don't yet. think I was there yet. 
And then I was always, I always rode horses. So I think we started talking about that. And then I think like our second or third time we were together is when I was working at the barn in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, I had never ridden other than like hopped on a couple of times as a kid, you know, on a like vacation trail ride or something like that. And, but it was something I w- had always wanted to learn as a little kid was like really into horses and wanted to learn. And so I was kind of like, all right, this is a sign that I'm like becoming friends with this girl who's a trainer. And so I started taking one lesson a week with Connie. So she was like a new friend and my first trainer ever. Oh, so you were her riding instructor, Connie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. yeah. We, we, came, we were friends first and then she started riding with me. So you converted her. You brought her over to the dark <laughs> yeah. side. And now she owns two horses and she rides like every day. So she is like a true horsewoman. She's like a cowgirl. It's a slippery slope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just want to mention for our listeners too, right now, Allison, you are at Connie's house, basically farm sitting, right? While Connie is in the Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. She's watching all of the animals. (laughs) This is our life. Like we're usually either both here. I live in Brooklyn, but I commute out here every day to ride and to work. Our, um, Our office is based out of the farm here. So we work together, we ride together, and then, um, you know, we'll travel for work or for fun or, you know, with our families or whatever. So usually if Connie's away, I'll take care of the farm. And yeah, and every year, like a bunch of like me and Allison, like a bunch of our girlfriends, like we now always go on like a riding trip every year. So it's like, it's, it's been fun. Like, but that's, what, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. We're normally we're, we're working every single day. I mean, we're on, I'm on vacation now and still taking podcast call. And Allison's going away in a few weeks and we already have like our schedule booked on how we're going to talk to each other every day and like, you know, make our calls that we need to do. So it's, it's non it's nonstop. Like we're always working on Redding Goat and working together. You went from pizza to horses to being in business (laughs) together. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about how that happened. How did you guys decide to start a business together? So I think like what happened was I was when I was teaching at the barn in Brooklyn, like I've been riding my whole life. My dad was a trainer. I grew up in Pennsylvania on a farm and we always had a coverall that we would wear like because it was cold up there. There's eight months of winter. And like it was just so much easier to put a cover on and on over your riding clothes. So when I went to Brooklyn and I moved to New York when I was I moved to New York when I was 18 or 19 and I rode horses there at a number of different barns throughout Long Island and when I met my husband is when I ended up at the barn in Brooklyn. And of course I brought my coverall with me and it was funny because it was like this big bulky coverall that's made for a man like I picked it up at a yard sale for like 2 bucks but it did it did the job it just didn't look good. So I think it was like during one of the winter months, I, of course, I brought my jumpsuit out and I was talking to Allison about it. And I'm like, oh, I love this. I love this thing. We always use it. And then I was telling her about my idea and how to figure out, like, I think it would be such a good idea to bring into this industry. And then Allison and I like started talking about it. And that's sort of how like we went to dinner and we, we talked more about it and figured out how to how to do it. Yeah, she really wanted to make it better. You know, she was like, this is such a great idea. Like the one piece is just so high functioning Um, to not have to have all these different layers. You can step in and out of it, you know, keep yourself clean and warm, you know, throughout your day, especially like her life as a trainer, you know, she would maybe do a couple chores or take care of a couple horses and then get on one and ride and then teach a lesson. And then, you know, that kind of thing. And so it was like, getting, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold. And so being able to just throw one thing off and put it back on, you know, was so easy, but there wasn't really like an attractive version that made people look like feminine and professional. 
and I had a bit of a fashion background. So she told me the idea and I was like, I think I can help you figure out how to do this, like from a production standpoint and that kind of thing. And so we just decided to team up and see where it could go. And here we are five years later. (laughs) Five years later. Well, you've come a long way. And I see you guys at all of the trade shows and you're always out traveling and promoting your brand, which is amazing. And I wasn't kidding when I said people call you, you know, they say, where's the girls in the jumpsuits? (laughs) So I always know who they're talking about when I hear the jumpsuits or the coveralls. And I love that because I was having a conversation with someone recently. When you go places and you're trying to promote your brand, if you have a way to stand out in the crowd that people remember you by, that is like the best thing you can do to have a way that people see you and they know who you are immediately. And you have a product that allows you to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And we have no shame in our game. We're like at the trade show or like even at a horse show. We're like, all right, we're putting our riding goats on and we'll like go walk around. And that's how we like honestly made a lot of sales and, and met a lot of people just from doing that. So it's definitely, I don't want to say it's not product placement because we are at these horse shows where we need these things. And when we go to equine affair, it's freezing cold. So we're definitely needing to wear a jumpsuit, but it helps bring people back to the booth and we get to explain the product a little bit more and tell people exactly what it is. And that first year out, people were like, what is this? I don't understand. And then like, as we were talking to them, like, oh my God, this is an amazing idea. And that first year there was like, it just wasn't, I don't want to say a fad or like people did wear coveralls, but they weren't like, I guess, accept it. And I think now it's like completely different. Like we'll walk into a barn pretty much anywhere and we see someone wearing one or like a trainer wearing one or getting tagged all the time, like all over the country. So it's just been like such an amazing ride. It's been very cool to like watch it resonate with people. And, you know, it's like one of two reactions. People are kind of like, what is this for? And then you explain it, you get them to try it on and they're like, oh my gosh, this is actually exactly what I need. And then you have some people that were already coverall people, but didn't really have like, the best option for, you know, fit and, you know, mobility and those kinds of things. And like, they'll see this and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, where has this been my whole, you know? So it like, some people kind of have to be like, what is this? And then some people like just right off the bat are like, Oh my gosh, where have you guys been my whole life? (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's funny. Like we do wear them everywhere because a, they're always functional. Like they're, we love wearing them, like, because we created them out of our own needs. Right. So being able to, you know, wear your own product and have it improve your life is really great. And then too, you know, like when you're at a show or something like that, it's very easy to just pass by a booth and overlook something hanging on a hanger. But when you, when you see it on a person and see it in, you know, functioning in real life, it like clicks. Yeah. It's, it's definitely almost its own marketing tool. And you both have shown up to the lead line networking mixers too, wearing these indoors. <laughs> so you are committed. <laughs> I know sometimes you kind of drape the top half down just to get a little air yeah. <laughs> when you're indoors. Yeah. Well, it's just like we use them all the time. Like I love being in my coverall. Like it is like when I'm going outside or like even like I go to the grocery store in it. Like I am like in it all the time in the winter just because it's warm and it's easy to wear and easy to put on and off. Like it's just like it's second nature now. Like, okay, well. I'm going to go pick up Rose at school and I put my coverall on and go get her. And then I go to the grocery store and like, I'm still wearing my coverall. Like, it's just like my outerwear now. Like, it's just what I wear. Do people like know you in your towns as the people, the ladies that wear the jumpsuits? (laughs) Well, most of all, we're in a big horse town. We live in a, a horse community. Like it is known for having horses and we have some serious big riders and big facilities in our town. So like it's us and other people we see still wearing them. And that's like what we're like, I was saying, like, it was so funny, because now we see other people wearing them. 
it's so cool. Like, you know, it's not just us wearing them now. Like, you know, it's normal to see a rider in a, in a pair of boots and britches in my town. But now, like in the winter, we see them in their running goats. We're like, oh, cool. <laughs> what was that like when you, that first started happening and you guys saw that for like the first, second time? How did you react? It's like mind blowing. It still is to me. I'm like, this is insane. Like, it's so crazy. Like every time I see one, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like hitting my husband. I'm like, look, look, look. <laughs> so do you go up and talk to them or do you just kind of lurk in the corner and spy? So, no, sometimes like, or like, I'll be like, oh, nice coverall. Like it depends on the situation. But yeah, I, I talk to a lot of people. If I see another rider, I'm like, hey, where are you riding at? Like, one of our um, sponsored riders, Kim McGrath, she's a big dressage rider out in California. And she texted us the other day that um, she was at like a judging, a judge's training. And she said, yeah, it was pretty chilly. And like eight of the attendees showed up wearing riding goats. <laughs> we were like, what? Out in California. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Because yeah. like we feel so we're so entrenched in everything on the East Coast. And, you know, like these things take time to to spread and get around. And so like when we hear about them becoming so popular, even on the other side of the country, it's very exciting. Oh, that's amazing. One thing that I hear a lot from business advisors and from people who have been in business a long time is that they advise against going into business with a partner. And I know there's pros and cons to having a business partner. So did you have people come to you when you started talking about going into business together that said, you know, you shouldn't have a business partner, you need to be independent? Were there any issues with that when you guys got started? No, I don't remember anything like that. So my husband has been an entrepreneur since he finished school. And he's like, likes to be like completely autonomous, like hates the idea of like a partner, like answering to anyone, anything like that. And so I feel like I remember sort of just having conversations about like how different it is when you're like working with someone and like, and we're, we're a 50, 50 partnership. Like we, you know, everything's equal from a decision making standpoint and, and that type of thing. And so it's like, you know, if you butt heads, you have to figure it out. Cause like no one has like the final say or anything like that. And so it's funny, like I've had a lot of conversations with him about just sort of like the differences, but sometimes he's like, it's also nice to like, not have like the full weight of everything like on you, you know? And so there, I think there's like advantages and disadvantages to both. It's a very different set of challenges, I think, to have a partner versus doing it by yourself. But I don't think we really had anyone telling us it was a bad idea. No, I know. <laughs> I never had it was a bad idea and it's been great. Plus with like our, I think it made a lot of sense for us because we have such different strengths. Like I had was coming from like a, merchandising background and had a fair amount of knowledge of the retail business. But I was like very new to the horse world, like very new, like complete, like adult beginner, like taking one lesson a week type of situation. And then Connie was like the lifelong horsewoman who had been, you know, knew every single thing about horses, horse shows, the industry, like the whole thing. We were both excited about the idea and about the business, but it was almost like one of us not that we couldn't have done it, but we would have really struggled without the help and the expertise of the other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Allison's educated and I grew up with my feet in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys really balance each other out. Yeah. But like, I mean, you say that, but like at the same time, you know, like I bounced around, like I moved to New York City from Mississippi when I was 18 and had, I bounced around to different 
colleges and different majors because I could never like decide what I wanted to do. And so I would take time off and then go to this school for a year and then take time off and go to school for something else and never finished, you know? And so like, it's been a lot of just sort of like figuring it out for ourselves. And as we go, that's true too. And like, when I was young, I never thought I would own an apparel business or an equestrian apparel business. Like I, I never thought of that. Like I thought I was either going to be a trainer or like a rider or, you know, which you are both still, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's just crazy to me. And like, it's so amazing also because growing up in this industry, like that's what you are. You're like a vet, a trainer, maybe be an Olympian, like that's your choices. So, but it's crazy now there's after becoming a business owner in this industry, like you see how many other things there are, like there's so many other avenues you can explore, like a podcast or, you know, an apparel company or a magazine company. Like it's just, when you grow up in the industry, you don't think of things like that. So it's been really, really cool and really amazing that you see all these different things now that people are doing within this industry. And it gives the young riders a chance to do other things besides wanting to be an Olympian or a vet or a, a trainer. Yeah, there's a lot of options out there these days. But you two also have a really great friendship and chemistry together. I mean, anytime I see you guys out somewhere and I see just one of you, I'm like, well, where's the other? <laughs> because you're you're really always together. I'm used to seeing you two as a team. Have you guys ever had any disagreements or fights in the business? I know with my closest friends, even like my best friends, once you get past like your first like real argument, then you're really friends. I think like there's been like, I can't say like fighting where we've like never talked to again, but it's just like, like maybe a decision we had to make and one thinks another and one doesn't think so. And then we just figure it out. Like we're not going anywhere. We're here forever with each other. Like we are married technically. Like that's how we do it. Like we just figure it out and like move forward. And I think the biggest thing too, is that like, if there is, it's very rare, but if there is a flare up where it's just like, ha, ah, you know, like, like some, something happens or whatever, like we move past it very quickly. Like we don't like hold grudges or hold it against the other person or anything like that. It's just sort of like, Oh, fine. Okay. Let's take a break and talk tomorrow. And then like, everyone's over it. We're moving on. Yeah. You know, I think that's maybe happened once or twice in five years. Maybe. Yeah. It's like once a year, <laughs> <laughs> your, your annual blowout, <laughs> but we like, and I wouldn't even call it a blowout. It's just like, a you know, like it's like anyone that you spend like a spouse, you know, that you spend every single day with, like there's going to be disagreements and challenges definitely see each other more than our spouses. I think it's just about like knowing the end goal and like caring about each other and caring about the business. You know, you're never going to see eye to eye about a hundred percent of things, a hundred percent of the time. And like most of the time we just like have a, you know, an easy conversation about it. I think we got lucky though, because we didn't know each other that well when we started mm -mm. the business, you know, like we were sort of like in that process of like just starting to spend time together and get to know each other. And then turned like, it turned out that there was like a cool idea that we could help each other with, but it wasn't like we knew each other super well. And so it was sort of like those first couple of years were like getting to know each other on top of working together. And so we sort of had to like figure out like how each other communicates and, you know, sort of the best way to approach things to support each other and things like that. But I think we got lucky because it did work out. Yeah. And it could have not worked out, depending, you know, depending on, you know, how our personalities meshed and things like that. But I think, I think we got lucky. We took a chance for sure. <laughs> I think so. 
it's almost like you were comparing it to a marriage. It is almost like you jumped into a quick marriage and then you were like, well, we're in it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it seems to have worked out so well for you guys. You're doing a great job. I want to talk a little bit about setting up a partnership because you mentioned that you both are 50-50 partners. So there is no final say. And when I think two people are going into a business partnership, that is something that gets discussed. Like who's going to have more of the ownership? Is it going to be 50-50? How did you two come to that decision? So it was funny when we first started working on this, I was like on the way home from the barn to Connie's house. So it was like every like one day a week, she would like drive to my house on her way home and we would like sit and like hammer out like stuff about the business. And so like we were sort of like first initially talking about setting up the partnership agreement. And like this was her idea. Like Red and Goat was her brainchild. And so like I would not have been surprised at all if she wanted like a majority stake. What those percentages look like, I didn't know, but I was like prepared to discuss it. And I was like, okay, we need to talk about ownership. And she was like, 50-50, duh. Like we're both working on this. Like it should be the same. And I was like, cool. <laughs> like, I love that idea because, you know, like we, I think like we're both going to be like equally invested in this, but like it just showed me a lot about her, you know, in the beginning too, that like she wanted that type of dynamic. Yeah. And I, I, I too, like, I didn't like, I know I, like, we both know we needed each other and like, we were starting from nothing. And like, it was just as much as I did. Allison does too. Like, it's the same, like, we're both do equal amounts of, of work and put in as uh, equal amounts of work. Like none of us, neither one of us do more than the other. Like we're always together. We're always working on something. And like, that's, yeah, that's just how it was. Like it was an idea that came literally from nothing. We had no idea. We didn't know. And like Allison worked really hard and helped with the manufacturers and stuff like that. I couldn't have done any of this without her. I truly do think that both of you are just equally as committed to this business and to growing it and to, you know, both being successful. And that is something that's hard to find. In a lot of instances, there are people that have business ideas and they bring in a partner, but the person who had the idea does get the majority of the ownership. And then you run into instances where maybe one person is doing way more than the other and then you have a problem. So what, Connie, what would you have done if you had said to Allison, okay, we're going to be 50-50, but then you felt like you were the only one doing the work? What would have happened then? I mean, I don't think that I never even thought that at all ever once that I know that she was like just as excited about it as I was. And like, I appreciated having her and her approaching me on it and talking about it and like wanting to be involved. Like, I can't even answer that question because I don't, it never even crossed my mind. I knew that we both loved the idea so much that it was going to be successful and it, we were going to do just as much work as one another. You guys really are a great team and you're doing so well that you actually just acquired another business in addition to Red and Goat. So let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just acquired Fitz Riding. Um, it is primarily a britches company and has been around since very early 2000s and is super, super popular primarily with eventing and dressage riders. Um, but they also have some really beautiful options for hunter jumpers and really all of the above. Um, and everything ranging from a super popular fleece winter brooch to a super light summer riding tight and everything in between. They're really, really famous for their patented Performax all season bridge, which features segmented deerskin leather patches, 
the deer skin is perforated for maximum breathability and flexibility and the leather segmented um, for maximum mobility as well. And they're just super, super comfortable. We've been hearing from, you know, we were already familiar with the brand. And then now that we've purchased it, we hear from people all over the country that have, you know, said, I won't, I won't wear anything but fits. This is the only thing I'll wear for 20 years. So it definitely has like a very uh, cult-like following. And we're just super excited to get in there and give it a little breath of fresh air and keep it moving forward. Awesome. Well, so with the acquisition, you're five years into Riding Goat. You just acquired Fitz Riding as well. Was that a similar situation? Did you go in 50-50 on the new business too? Yes. Yes. Kind of what happened was like, obviously, Reading Go is a, is a very outerwear focused business. Um, we do have a little bit of, um, like britches and tops and things like that, but they're a little bit like different, more, uh, lifestyle and sort of like functioning as like a base layer under your suit and like that type of thing. And we had really been like wanting to expand into britches and tops for a while in a more traditional sense. And so when we saw fits come up available for sale, it was just like, wow, this is like a very complimentary brand to like what we're already doing, but it already has, you know, an extensive customer base, um, a huge market share. It's like very well known and already very established. And so here's this like great opportunity for us to work with something that's already created and channel all of our like brushes and tops ideas through this brand and then keep running go as like primarily like outerwear company. And that way they're not competing against each other and we can grow into these new places we've wanted to grow into in a way that's just a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but yeah, <laughs> uh, through, through a brand that's already built. Yeah. So it's already established. Yeah. Building something from nothing is. Is a long road, <laughs> as we know. And it's so funny, too, because the original founder from Fitz actually has a very similar story that we do. Like she came up with this idea because it was something that she needed and she wanted to be comfortable when she was riding. And like she did it out of need and made it better than what was out there. So it's sort of the same story and it fits so well with us. We're really like ready to, you know, like Allison said, give it a fresh breath of life and get some new ideas and, and innovative ideas into the britches world as well through Fitz Riding. Well, that's super exciting. Do you ladies have any advice for someone who's looking at going into business with a partner? I We haven't had any problems, so I say go for it. <laughs> I mean, but make sure you get along. Or like, I guess make sure they're just as dedicated as the business as you would be to the business as you would be. Yeah, I would say like it's, it's almost like I know we've compared it already to a marriage, but it it really is like that. Like you are going to be spending the majority of your time in your life with this person. Like you just need to be prepared for that, like prepared for the fact that you're going to be spending a huge amount of time with this person. You're going to have to work through challenges with this person. You're going to have to work through potentially sometimes conflict with this person. And you need to be prepared to put the interests of the business in each other um, first and everything else will just fall into place. But if you if you don't work well with others or you don't work well with this person, definitely something to think about. <laughs> yeah. It's not just about the money. You really have to have that good dynamic with your partner. Yes. 
if it's a bad relationship, I don't think any amount of money would be worth it. (laughs) (laughs) So the TLDR version is go eat pizza, ride horses, and then be prepared for another marriage. (laughs) Horses make everything better. Horses make everything better. (laughs) Well, thank you both so much for being here today. For those who want to find you online, where can they go? They can go to readinggoatequestrian.com, R-E-D-I-N-G-O-T-E, or they can email us at info at readinggoatequestrian.com. We're always happy to hear from anyone, whether it's questions or feedback. You can find us on social media. We're readinggoat underscore equestrian on Instagram or readinggoatequestrian on Facebook. And then all of the above for Fitz Riding as well. We are at fitzriding.com. That's F-I-T-S. Info at Fitz Riding. The Instagram is Fitz Riding LTD. Well, and we'll put all of this in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <for people. laughs> so I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Um, you can, yeah, you can find us, find us all over the place and on um, all the things and all the places on all the things. <laughs> and please, please share any pictures because we love that like we love seeing people wearing red and go and wearing fits and we are like big sharers so like if we ever tagged anything you're normally going to f- show up on our feed at on red and go for sure so and we love to hear people's stories about it all right so listeners you need to buy red and go or fits take a picture and then post it online and tag these ladies because they will share yes. <laughs> <laughs> i love it well you two have been a blast thank you so much for being on the show today thank you thank you for having us Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're a horse business owner or equestrian professional, I'd love to invite you to continue the conversation in our free online community just for you. The Leadline Facebook community is a great space to network, get advice, and even recommend guests you'd like to hear on future episodes of the show. You can become a member by visiting theleadlinepodcast.com slash group. That's theleadlinepodcast.com slash group. And join the conversation today. I'm Mandy, and I'll see you next time.